we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for July 4th, 4th of July, 2016. This next part is going to be, uh, well, if I can get it all in, in one part, a kind of a little dedicated study on Hillsong United. This has been a long time coming. I've gotten so much information about them, how wicked, evil, corrupt they are. And they're they're uh, one of the main players yoking up in this Together 2016. They're probably one of the main musical ties to a lot of the really, really reprobate, overt, New World Order, One World Government, One World System under Antichrist. From from a musical standpoint, they're they're pretty much a common denominator in the wickedness that we're seeing. They're playing their huge part. This first report is a Hillsong United Church steeped in Illuminati and New Age symbolism, exposing the devil's counterfeit church. Uh, Ephesians 5.11, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. <clears throat> Everywhere you look today in the entertainment industry, you see signs and symbols belonging to the New Age movement and the Illuminati. Some of the most influential and best-selling record artists like Jay-Z, Beyonce, Lady Gagme, and others promote a constant push of Illuminati and satanic symbols. The 2014 Grammy Awards show displayed open witchcraft. There's links to all of these things if you want to know more about it. Now it is becoming apparent within the walls of the professing church as well. Hillsong United Church, located in Australia, cranks out a rock and roll show on par with anything the world has to offer. They feature heavy metal, crunching guitar riffs, fantastic explosions of light and sound like you were at a Lady Gaga concert, and proudly displayed center stage is the Illuminati pyramid that Beyonce is so fond of. Fond of. When asked about the use of this major Illuminati symbol, they said that they were inspired by Mount Zion in the Bible. Oh, right. Uh, <clears throat> here's a link to a uh, thing where you can see this. Today's Christians are so spiritually dead that they can be shown this unholy demonic mess and never see anything wrong with it. The Bible calls us to be separate and not to be like the world, but, but to be like Jesus Christ. Hillsong has millions of fans and followers all over the world, not because they preach the gospel, but because they offer up Satan's counterfeit of what the church of Jesus Christ is supposed to be about. Look at this video clip of one of their concert church services, and you tell me where you see Jesus in any of this unholy mess. Now, I give you the link. I'm not going to play it because you're not going to be able to see it, but it sounds like a rave like one of those rave dance things they do now. It reminded me of Tomorrowland when I saw the first clips of Tomorrowland. It's very, very much indicative of that. Huge, gigantic pyramid in the background. All these lights, that that rave type of, of repetitive, demonic mantra. Who knows what kind of devils and demons are flowing into you music, okay? I'm telling you, it is like Tomorrowland all over again. So you can click on that if you want. I don't even want to really play it because, you know, it's just, it's horrible. Uh, so they are absolutely 100% a tool of Satan. That, and that's putting it lightly almost. The doctrine preached at Hillsong is not the doctrine of the Bible. And if you are a Christian saved by the shed blood of Jesus Christ, you should have no part of these workers of darkness. The Illuminati pyramid top, topped off by what looks like a huge snake in a circle. This is what your average Hillsong United worship service looks like. Do you see Jesus anywhere in this? 
Hillsong United is part of the demonic emergent church movement and is a deadly spiritual poison wrapped in a candy-coated wrapper of the world's entertainment. It's tickling to the flesh, peeling to the eyes, and it is it is death. It is absolute death. Um, okay, so our next general report on Hillsong is entitled Hillsong United Leader Brian Houston Now Promoting Chrislam, which is what we just mentioned. One by one, the huge megachurches with their 5,000-plus member congregations are beginning to reveal their true agenda. See, they're, all, they're, on, they're on the same team as Satan. They're a huge tool at Satan's disposal. They're a huge tool that will bring in the, the, the coming one-world religion under Antichrist and false prophet. They are on his team. Okay, they, can, they can take on the pseudo-Christian veneer of a Christian all day long, but remember, by their fruits you, you shall know them. So, <clears throat> the emergent church powered by Rick Warren Machine is a huge promoter of Chrislam, the demonic hybrid of Christianity and Islam. Now Hillsong United in Australia has thrown their hat into the same ring. Listen to the word Hillsong United leader, uh, the word of Hillsong United leader Brian Houston. Here's a quote from him. <clears throat> How do you view God? In a desert, there's two types of birds. There's vultures and there's hummingbirds. One lives off dead carcasses and rotting meat. The other lives off beautiful, sweet nectar in a particular flower on a particular desert plant. In the same desert, they both find what they're looking for. Do you know, take it all the way back to the Old Testament in the Muslim. And you, we actually serve the same God. There was no Muslim in the Old Testament. There was no Muslim. Okay, is he, is, I guess he's in reference to Ishmael. Well, Abraham had the, the child by the uh, concubine because he didn't have enough faith to wait on God with Sarah. And that was essentially what ended up starting the races that became Muslim. But Muhammad didn't come until much later. Okay, and that was through the Catholic Church that I, that whole mess got really started. All that was was a, was a reamalgamation of them worshiping the pagan moon god, which was just one of the many deities they worship. But the Catholic Church finagled that and and steered that into a worshiping into the one the moon god, which is the only idol present in the Kaaba, which is in Mecca. Would they go and march around? They have to make a pilgrimage once in their life at least to. The Catholic Church had a lot to do with bringing that about. That way they could say that they were monotheistic before they were just overtly pagan. Okay, this is how Islam got started. Islam was never present in the Old Testament. <clears throat> so that's another point. Anyway, take it all the way back to the Old Testament in the Muslim, which didn't exist. And you, um, we actually serve the same God. No, we don't, you fork-tongued devil liar. Allah to a Muslim, to us, Abba, Father, God. Allah is the moon god. And again, Islam didn't even exist until hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later. Okay, as far as, as um, yes, the fallen angel moon god, sure, that existed. Okay, but as far as the, the, relig the cult religion of Islam did not exist until many, many, many centuries later so this this devil has the audacity to say this take it all the way back to the old testament and the muslim and you we actually serve the same god allah to a muslim to us abba father to god <laughs> man talk about no fear of god chrislam is a lie and will condemn your soul to hell if you believe it the god of the bible and the god of islam have nothing in common one is real the other is pagan Fallen angel, moon god. Obviously, Brian Houston cannot tell the difference. Now, this was an update. This actually report came out in 2014. 
Um, and it said that this story caused such an impact heard around the world that within 24 hours it forced Hillsong United pastor Brian Houston to issue the standard quickie denial of things he said in the video clip below. You can click on the link there to read to see it if you want. In the interest of fairness, click here to read the full context of his denial of Chrislam. You can make up your own mind if he's sincere or not. Listen, we know what he just said. The only reason that he backtracked is because they had all the, that backlash. What what are they doing? Well, Satan will always have his minions testing the waters to see what their whether it's Republicans, whether it's Democrats, whether it's Christians, whether it's Charismatics, whatever sect what they can get away with. This was just merely testing the waters. But they 100% are, are, are uh, in accordance with this, of course. So you can make up your own mind if he's sincere or not, if he meant what he originally said or not. We take, we take it at his word, what he originally said, and believe he meant what he said in the video segment. The, so, the story stands. Well, 100%. And then you look at all the other rotten fruit of Hillsong, you know. <laughs> just to confirm that then i got this email from a listener named julie and i had gotten a lot of emails on this and i, I just said you know what i'm just going to report on all of this at once uh, the naked cowboy at hillsong's women's conference in new york now this just recently happened this year this was she sent this to me in may 2016 i actually put this out in one of my newsletters the links but i'm going to expand on them and she says hi everyone my daughter has brought this to my attention this morning just when i thought i'd seen it all hillsong continues to astound by their complete and utter disregard for how scripture instructs Christians to conduct their lives in the present evil age. First, they brought us sleazy silent night. Then they had the sexual pervert Austin Powers, the, the guy that impersonated him, appear at their women's conference in London. And now the naked cowboy appears at their women's conference in New York. We fear to have, we fear to see what they have in store for the next conference so this first one is this naked cowboy one this is the most recent one hillsong united has been a roll lately and all for the bad for quite a few years now we've been reporting classic hillsong events to you like the gay worship leader the ultra sleazy silent night mockery complete with the roaring 20s flappers in a nightclub club setting and the image of Baphomet which is the goat of Mendez or essentially like Lucifer laced into their women's conference marketing okay then we know about the pyramid that they have the you know <laughs> the uh, satanic Illuminati pyramid they have at their concerts as a backdrop now they've gone and kicked things up to a whole new to a whole new low level Enter the Naked Cowboy at the 2016 New York City Women's Conference in a world saturated with sex and sexual images. The church is not, not supposed to be the one place where this is not allowed to enter. Not at Hillsong, though. Take a look at the woman's smartphone video of the closing night of the first ever Hillsong Women's Conference in New York City. It's quite an eye-opener. Uh, I think there's a link here. Anyway, if you, if you don't see it in my PDF, you can click on the thing above. I mean... It's, I mean, I wouldn't say watch it. It's ridiculous. I guess the only logical choice to keep the scantily dressed cheerleaders company would be the naked cowboy. Now, he's not completely naked. He's wearing, like, uh, I don't know, um, briefs, brief underwear. You know, not like a bikini, but just like Fruit of the Loom type thing, it looks like. He's got a guitar in front of him, and he's got an American flag draped over him. But he's other than that, he's he doesn't have any clothes on. Not to say that's that's, I mean... <laughs> You know, probably next time he will be totally naked, you know. Um, but, um, I mean, this is so ridiculous. He's got scantily dressed cheerleaders. 
next to them. They're doing their, it looked like they were ringing in the new year. It looked like they were doing, they did the countdown. I watched it and they were, it sounded like they were going from whenever. I don't know if, they, if this was uh, at the end of 2015 going into 2016. I don't know, but it was some kind of countdown they were doing it look like. Um, and a nearly naked cowboy is an odd choice for a woman's conference, though, don't you think? But the pagan pageantry didn't stop there. Check this out. Now, where do you see Jesus in any of this slop? And I guess the check this out would be the video clip. Uh, answer, you don't. Look at the stage. What do you see? A naked cowboy, an Elvis personator, a bearded male Statue of Liberty. And it almost looked like a like one of those Jesus, Sananda, long hair hippie virgin Jesus impersonators in a Statue of Liberty. And that's totally pagan. The Statue of Liberty is, uh, lit- literally uh, was a gift by French Freemasons given to us um and it's the god libertas or the goddess columbia which is where we see columbia pictures um which also has a lot to do with district of columbia washington dc the goddess columbia these are all pagan deities they worship and that's that's the pagan um deity that's in new york harbor a gift from french freemasons so you got the statue some long-haired guy now the bible says that does doesn't nature therefore itself teacheth us that it is a shame for a man to have long hair so it is a shame for men to have long hair so now all those 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 pictures you see of jesus with long hair those all came to us from the catholic church um which is i've done teachings on this just in jesus master jesus sananda this is the ascended master, long-haired hippie version of the Jesus that is soon to make his big debut. Okay, um, that is predicted by the Illuminati, by the New Age, even by Islam. And when he makes his big debut, everybody's going to think it's really Jesus, and it's not. He's gonna he's gonna literally be the one that steers the Christian Church away from any biblical belief systems. That's going to be coming to us most likely. Uh, either before and or during the tribulation he's the ascended master false version of jesus okay he's the imposter okay so that's going to be something else that we're probably soon to see i've done tons of studies on that uh so anyway um various humans wearing furry animal costumes which was one of my favorites and for good measure at least they were dressed appropriately Uh, And for good measure, they get everyone all jacked up, waving the American flag and shouting, USA, USA, USA. Can you tell the difference between this and a rock concert? No, it's it's absolute, total pandemonium, insanity, and confusion. And God is not the author of confusion, as the Bible says. This is what passes for church in our Laodicean end times Christian gatherings. It looks more like John Bunyan's picture of the godless vanity fair, so well illustrated in his classic Pilgrim's Progress. And there's a link to that. And then you see Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect rule of God. That's not hardly done at all anymore in Christian circles. This isn't even something that would probably ever be preached on in, in, in very few churches. 
Hillsong United and their various tentacles have made a mockery of Christianity in the Bible with worldly shows like these they should be ashamed of themselves but sadly are quite proud of of what they've accomplished. In the second video you hear Pastor Carl Lentz bragging about their first ever color conference in New York City all the while inciting the people into a godless sex-filled rock and roll frenzy. So this is what this is what Hillsong's all about. Getting their followers into hell is where it really all ends up. Getting them away from God, away from the Bible, and into the world, and into the one coming one world religion, and then ultimately into hell. Hillsong, this is the next one, Hillsong's sleazy silent night. Hillsong's music director says, hey everybody, and this is what we're, we're postulating, I think they were postulating he was thinking, hey everybody, I've got a great idea. Let's take the beloved and peaceful Christian hymn, Silent Night, and turn it into a loud, obnoxious, Roaring Twenty styles, Las Vegas big band production. You know, kind of like the birth of Christ in a whorehouse. What do you think? But beyond this ridiculous nature of this one particular song video, there's more serious problem with this thing that claims to be the church. Hillsong leads the way when it comes to churches featuring um, worldly, gigantic, and expensive expensive spectacles to attract a huge large audience they're all laughing all the way to the bank too as this global empire continues to gobble up followers around the world the bible says in first john 2 15 through 2 18 love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him for all of for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes the pride of life is not of the father but of the world and the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, it is the last time. And as you've heard that the Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists. And this was when, this was First John 18. This is, it was, they considered it bad then, at the time of the writing. I mean, can you, un, do you know how much more exponentially we are worse now though? I mean, talk about many antichrists. There's, now, these are antichrists, not capital A. There's only one antichrist, capital A, you know. But there are many antichrists, small a, okay. Um, and that's just somebody against Christ. Uh, whereby, even now there are many antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. And it's way worse now. Next one, Austin, Power in, Austin Powers Impersonator appears at Hillsong Women's Conference. In the truth, it's stranger than fiction category, Austin Powers, an icon of sexual perversion, made an appearance, he had all those stupid movies, made an appearance at Hillsong Women's Conference, Color Conference. And here's a picture of, of this Austin Powers Impersonator. And I guess it was on their, it, it's a whole picture and people commenting on it. Hillsong senior pastor Gary Clark at the Hillsong Women's Color Conference playing the part of Austin Powers. So he was the senior pastor, Gary Clark. So he, he paid, played Austin Powers. It's appropriate to have a pastor doing that, you know, obviously. And um, typical, though. And um, he played this while Bobby Houston watches on whoever that is. And then it, then it said, some of the comments, who said church is boring with this Twitter pick? And then... Somebody said, still funny, and then, I don't know, it goes on to say, why on earth would a church women's conference want an icon of sexual perversion to speak at their w women and young ladies? Wow. It's, it's just so bad. Ephesians 5, 1 through 8. And these are some heavy-duty verses. 
Be therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ Christ hath also loved us and hath given himself us for an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication, sex outside of marriage, all uncleanness and covetousness, coveting you covet other people's stuff, um, let it not be once named among you as become a saint, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient. Now, with the word jesting, and I believe this, in, in the Bible, a lot of times in one verse, several, several words will help define other words. Filthiness is related in this particular case to foolish talking or jesting. Jesting is like what they would call in this particular case, because I looked up the, the Greek etymology, is what they would consider low jesting, meaning it's like a vulgar type of jesting. This doesn't mean come out to somebody and say, hey, you rascal, or, you know, like like in a playful way. I don't think it's in reference to that, because if that's the case, then, you know, I mean, you know, that's... That would be mean we just walk around deadpan faces and just have no humor and no nothing and just, you know. This is in reference to, like, vulgar jesting, vulgar foolish talking, filthiness, which kind of defines itself, which are not convenient. So, in other words, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient. Convenient, that word means fit, aptly fit or proper, okay? You know what I mean? In other words, jesting that's not proper, Foolish talking that's not proper. Filthiness, obviously, is always not proper. Okay? So I think it's important to define that. Which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Again, these are verses you probably will never hear preached in churches very much anymore. You know? Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. The Bible also does talk about the judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. Now, I haven't really seen that as of yet in America, but it may in part be because the house of the Lord is so small and such a minuscule amount of people in America that you're not going to really notice the judgment because they're not his children. You know what I mean? What I said before about, you know, of whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth. And if you be without chastisement, then you're bastards. Isn't that kind of a really scary thought to think of that there's so few people that are actually true Christians at this point that he doesn't chasten them. None of this is, is going to be chastened like, like so much of what's going on in the church because they're not his kids. And that God is sending them the strong delusion that they will believe a lie. Ugh, I mean, that's scary. Now, I'm not saying that there's not, and I do believe a certain percentage of them Pray to God will get saved and get their eyes opened. And you know what I mean? Um, but, oh, you start to really look at these verses and look at the church. And it's like, man, um, this is scary. You know? Um, anyway, then it says, be ye not therefore partakers with them. So it's possible by by inappropriate behavior as a Christian to be partakers with them is what it's saying here and actually you're much more likely to get chastened obviously if you're a child of god if you uh, stray off into these things because you are his child if you have somebody that's doing all of these things and calling themselves a christian and you see no chastisement on their life well now obviously that's a strong indicator that they're not saved and that they're just delusional and that they're deceived
Um, and then it goes on to say, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Next report. Hillsong's choir's gay couple contradicts Brian Houston, the guy we just heard from, who was promoting Chrysalom. Um, two engaged homosexual men who have served as ministry leaders at Hillsong, New York's campus, have released a statement contradicting claims from Brian, leader Brian Houston, outlining that the church has known about their homosexuality from the beginning and has still allowed them to serve in their ministerial roles. Why wouldn't that surprise me? As previously reported, Josh Canfield, a Broadway performer, told Playbill, not Playboy, but Playbill, whatever that is, earlier this year that he had become engaged to his boyfriend. Isn't that wonderful? Kelly Reed. Both had been featured on the reality show Survivor. He outlined that he is a choir director. Isn't that wonderful? At Hillsong's in New York City, and that he admitted his homosexuality to his church. I thought I needed to be truthful with everyone, Canfield said. I became truthful with my church. I'm part of Hillsong, New York City. Perfect place. New York City, one of the most vile, evil places on the planet. I'm one of their choir directors. I also sing on their worship team. How satanically wonderful. But he stated that after coming out, of, out to his congregation, nothing changed. They've been amazing as well, Canfield explained. Nothing has changed there. Now that I'm completely out and with Reed, his boyfriend, he's going to, what, marry or something? He sings in the choir as well. I mean, this is the garbage that passes for, you know, Christianity now. And then the last is is a, um, a video that my um, listener friend has his own ministry, Brian, and it's entitled Hell Song, They Will Not Endure Sound Doctrine, a warning about the false doctrines of Hillsong, mega pastors, and pragmatic prosperity pushers Brian Houston and Carl Lentz. And I give you a link to that. And then there's another link to one called Hillsong United, Steeped in Illuminati and New Age Symbolism. That's another one. So um, I've, I've kind of touched on that a little bit. Now, let's go ahead and switch gears again. That was my little presentation on Hill, Hillsong, Hell Song. Um, this next one, eyewitness account at Parliament of World Religions 2015, reveals growing animosity towards biblical Christians. The 2015 Parliament, and this was last year, who knows what it'll be like this year, 2015 Parliament of World Religions was held on October two, uh, 15th through 19th in Salt Lake City. What a great place for it, where the Mormons, you know, reign supreme. They estimated over 14,000 people attended this new age now called Interfaith Convention, at a cost of $500, person, $500 per person. That oh, was reasonable. Anyway, this convention was well advertised for over a year. Many booths from differing faiths, political interfaith organizations, and seminaries were anxious, handing out their free literature and books to attendees as they walked through. As we made our way through the halls, we saw Buddhist Hindu shrines, rooms filled with chanters. Tables were selling their t-shirts, books, sandalwood meditation beads, which probably would have been my personal favorite, jewelry and pictures of the Dalai Lama. We were subjected to a constant hum of drum and high-pitched sounds ringing through the building. That was because they were trying to draw demons and devils in with signs hanging overhead that read, quote, the earth is one and we are all one with the earth. Oh, isn't that wonderful, Mother Gaia. Environmental issues were a big topic because they believe we are part of the earth and if the earth is sick, we cannot heal the world. Oh, see, it's all about climate change, of course. There were Indians dressed in their headdresses and clothing, Sikhs, Buddhist monks, Catholic priests, Jewish rabbis, and yes, pseudo-Christians alike, jamming through the halls to attend sessions. 
media with their cameras conducted interviews spiritual dancers in the background chanted while late speakers were running up escalators to indoctrinate the masses meaning speakers that were late to their speaking engagement most of the participants and speakers were women many of us have read books or articles about the new age movement and women tend to be more dominant in in new age circles and and in these type of of movements um and so that's just kind of a fact it's not a knock against women it's just that that's what you're going to expect to see more i mean i know when i was in chiropractic and was exposed to really when i was a real little baby christian didn't really know a lot about the new age movement being around my mom though as much as she was it was definitely female dominated within the new age movement um anyway however the focus of the new age has mostly been covert via networking infiltration and spiritual indoctrination especially so far as the goal of uniting the world under one more religion oh here's a picture of it from inside the vent shows a picture of the dalai lama and all their other idolatrous blasphemous all of these items are cursed all of them if you take them home you buy them they you you're bringing a nice big fat demon in your house devil so just understand that if you got any of this garbage in your house you need to crush it burn it and get rid of it okay um that's because if you don't you're just gonna have this these devils and demons in your house and you're literally inviting them in um let's see here let me just read this last part again however the focus of the new age has mostly been covert via networking infiltration spiritual indoctrination especially so far as their goal of uniting the world under a one world religion and one world government which has been kind of the the theme for today's teaching if you think about it the parliament of world religions has an agenda and now they are very open about it it is an outright attack on the christian church and the word of god they have decided they cannot have unity at all costs so they are trying something else changing the doctrine of the simple gospel of jesus and who he is in other words it's it's another gospel it's another jesus and the bible says the we or an angel of heaven preach another gospel let him be accursed and then it goes on to say let him be accursed again it even doubles that so you know let him be accursed let that person be accursed why because that person or that movement is bent on taking its adherence to hell and deceiving you so that's why the bible says that i was handed a booklet called global ethic a call to guiding institutions that stated the parliament of the world's religion seeks to promote interreligious harmony rather than unity they're not afraid to say that an orthodox bible believing christian does not fit in our world nor will they be tolerated it was in our face now let me read that again they are not afraid to say that an orthodox i don't really like the word orthodox but an orthodox bible believing christian does not fit in our world nor will they be tolerated it was in our face this how are you going to get the mark of the beast and if you don't take it then they cut off your head that's <laughs> where it's all heading this parliament is a sort of coming out of the closet for them one of the signs that hung in the hall said quote choose being kind over being right and you'll be right every time oh isn't that flowerly and wonderful oh isn't that isn't that wonderful he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool though as the bible says i'm not going to choose being kind over being right sorry i i am generally i try to be kind to everybody 
But if it comes down to me having to be kind in order for me to be wrong, especially about something like this, a life or death, hell or heaven situation, you choose being right over stepping on somebody's toes. You know, the Bible says, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Yes, many of the times, if you tell somebody the truth, you will become their enemy. Okay, that's just the way it is. Still another displayed a sign, quote, we are as much alive as we keep earth alive. Oh, how profound. So the truth of the word is not on their agenda. It is seen as an unorthodox and mean-spirited. For example, note the phrase in blue below. And this was, this was one of their, this is a picture, and it's got the infinity sign, which is kind of an occult symbol. And it was called the Charter for Compassion. And, um... This is, this is, it says that we are training people around the world to integrate power of interfaith with a promise of a compassion movement. Here are some of the programs we are pleased to offer participants. One of the main things they, they were offering is, and it says this, the Charter for Compassion, kill them in the Quran. Now the Quran says that all over, behead, kill, slay the infidel, you know, lop off their head. <laughs> uh, then it says, do not spare them in the Torah. Five, four, five books of the Old Testament. So now they're, t they're attacking the Bible. And God would have said that in pagan nations that he was going, that had been um, in, uh, basically pagan nations that were typically either totally wicked and corrupted or nations that were Nephilims, like when they went into the promised land and there were giants in the land. And he would say, do not spare them or kill them. The, the whole, all of their, and I'm not going to call them humanity, in that case, these Nephilim hybrids had corrupted all flesh within those populations and they all had to be killed. It was the most merciful thing to do because if you spared any of them and we ended up interbreeding, we're just going to perpetuate that. So God said, that's why he said when you go into the promised land, even there were a lot of cities, they were to even kill the animals. They had even defiled the animals. So the poor animals had to be killed. You know, only God knows what they'd done to them. You know what I mean? I don't need to say anything more, I think. And then it goes on to say, and then and then the next one, and cast them into everlasting fire. This is hell. Even though it's it's biblical and hell is real. The New Testament. Okay. So they have this whole thing, context of difficult religious texts. So they're gonna now I'm gonna get a Bible a Bible lesson from Satan here. That none of this means what it really says. Particularly in the Old Testament and particularly in the New Testament. And they're going to give us their New Age interpretation and also why these verses have to go and why Christians that adhere to them have to go. I guarantee you that's where this is all heading. Anyway, you can. there's more on this here. Um, it, it, and then it goes on to say, no peace among nations until peace among religions. So see... If we are Bible-believing Christians adhering to what the Bible says, no other religion can really truly have peace with us because of the exclusivity that Christians, Christianity proclaims. Not even Christians, but that Christianity itself teaches. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's exclusivity. None of these other religions proclaim that. So therefore it says, no peace among nations until peace among religions. See, 
us bad Christians are preventing the peace among religions and are preventing them from coming into unity because of the exclusivity of the gospel. They can't have that. They can't have that. Uh-uh. They can't have that. And they can't have any one religion saying all the other people are going to hell if they don't believe in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can't have that. That's, that's, that's hate speech. That's why the Bible will have to be outlawed. That's why the Bible's been so targeted. That's why, even going back to 1881, when these false versions came out from Westcott and Hort, basically working for the Catholic Church, translating two corrupt Catholic manuscripts, the Viticanus and the Sinaiticus, which spawned almost every one of our modern-day perversions of Bibles that we have. They've been attacking the Bible to try to water it down, to try to um, do this for a long, long time, you know? And... You know, this is just the logical progression of that, where eventually the King James will be outlawed, guaranteed. Um, let me see if there's anything here uh, worth saying here. Uh, some of the criticism of religion is driven by the abuse of the sacred text by extremists. Oh, you mean like a fundamental Christian? Yeah. It is therefore of high importance that interfaith remove movements understand the actual context of the difficult passages. Jesus Christ spoke far more in hell than he ever did heaven. The difficult passages in scriptures and how they are understood by different groups. I could care less how a Buddhist or a Sikh or a Muslim interprets, interprets the passages of hell in the Bible. What, and again, what is this? If I accept their interpretation, it's like getting a, uh, a Bible study from one of Satan's little minions. I, I don't care. You know, I, I could care less. Of course they're not going to agree with it. But then it says, understood by different groups, only then can they be truly effective in developing harmony between faith communities. I am so unconcerned with developing harmony among other apostate cults on the planet. I could care less. I don't want harmony. I want division. The Bible says we are to come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Okay? We don't enter into these types of spiritual unity lest we become corrupted by their devils and demons. This is why the Bible says to separate from them. Going further, it says, I attended several sessions to get a grasp on the coming agenda of attacks on the Bible-believing church. I attended these sessions reluctantly, biting my tongue, but I noticed several phrases repeated over and over to the point I stopped attending the third day as I could, could recite the chants by heart. The Christian view of salvation has the inclusion slash exclusion message of we are in, they are not, end of quote. The interfaith movement cites that this is evil. Of course it does. That's the whole thing that has to be attacked. In other words, to say salvation is by Christ alone and there is a hell and, a hev and there is a heaven is not accepting of other faiths. It is exclusive, unaccepting of other religions, especially because they believe, quote, God accepts all and God is in all. The Christian Orthodox view of heaven and hell will no longer be tolerated as they say it divides humanity. Yeah, it sure does. And Jesus Christ said that. This was the topic discussed by Reverend Kristen Largan. Reverend. A female pastor, which there's no Bible for that whatsoever. None. The Bible says that either the pastor, the elder, the bishop, the deacon is to be the husband of one wife. 
End of story. Not the wife of one husband. There is no scripture for female pastors. Sorry, call me a chauvinist pig all day long, but that's what the Bible says. Just key in woman in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I did a whole study on it. I have nothing against women at all. I'm just saying, okay, here's what the Bible says. You know, if you got a problem with that, you got a problem with the word of God. Not with me. But that's what the Bible says. Anyway, and then the word reverend. I've done a whole study on that. It's like a pretty short one. Just came reverend. The Bible only uses the word reverend one time. Uh, the Bible refers to God as holy and reverend is he. That is a word only applied to God. One time in the Bible. I do not think it is a term that a man or a woman should take upon themselves. Pastor's a biblical term. Not reverend. Okay. But the reverend Christian Largan, editor of a journal of theology and dean and professor of systematic theology at the Lutheran, one of the many religions that's going back to the mother whore, uh, um, Catholics, the Lutheran Theological Seminary at Gettysburg, she cited her new book about to come out entitled What Christians Can Learn from Buddhism. <laughs> rethinking salvation imagine that i bet you it's all hellfire and brimstone oh i bet you right down the line you know man biblically unbelievable kjv only the whole nine yards rethinking salvation this is another gospel and reverend christian largan consider yourself accursed according to what the word of god says we must not have you, we must not have a you aren't or we are mentality, she believes. We must rethink this concept of salvation, which is seen as unloving, not really biblical. You know what's really unloving? Giving somebody a false gospel and, and making sure that they're deceived and they plunge into hell for eternity. You know what? That's unloving. Giving somebody the straight gospel the good news, that's loving. But again, in this world where evil's called good and good is called evil, that's the norm. You know. Um, let's see here. When advocating her 2013 book, Finding God Among Our Neighbors, <laughs> Finding God Among Our Neighbors, anyway, an interfaith systematic theology, the review says that she confronts Christian misconceptions and problematic issues of other traditions. I don't need to know anything more about her other than she's calling herself a reverend. She's probably a pastor of her own church. She's totally out of line with God, okay, to know that. And so it doesn't surprise me one bit that she's going down this road, trying to lead people to hell. But to whom much is given, much is required, and she's going to be responsible much more because she's riding in on the coattails, taking people to hell, riding on the coattails of Christ, literally trying to take people to hell. Those people are going to be punished more according to the bible than just the standard reprobate person that's always been serving satan their whole life i mean i you know it's makes sense if you think about it anyway going further um i noticed that she only cited scripture to support her false beliefs and opinions this is how all cults get started they'll isolate a scripture out of context not harmonized with all the other verses in the Bible, and that's how they start their own little cult or their own little following. 
Mormons did it. Jehovah's Witnesses. And then there's always this extra biblical garbage that'll come in. Oh, receive this prophetic utterance from Moroni, as Joseph Smith said when he got the golden plates and started the book of Mormon. That's how that cult got started. All it was was repackaged Freemasonry with a whole lot of garbage from probably some demonic channeling to some fallen angel Moroni. That's all it was. Jehovah's Witnesses, same garbage, different day. Seven day Adventist, different, you know, LNG White. Demon possessed witch. All these, they, they all do the same stuff. All these cults. Then she goes on to say there's no definitive doctrine established by the Christian church that mandates one specific explanation of how Jesus saves. What? This is complete heresy. Reverend Largan went on to say that the doctrine of the church is called Apoch Atas. Atastus, better known as the doctrine of universal salvation. Oh, that's the doctrine, oh, of the satanic church. She, she forgot to put the word satanic. She says the doctrine of the church is universal salvation. That everyone is saved regardless. Everyone. We're all going to heaven. Doesn't matter. Pedophiles, pedophile priests, child molesters, mass murderers, everybody knows, I mean, the most wicked people, we're all going to heaven, you know? It's all good. Just do do what thou will will be the whole of the laws, Aleister Crowley said. In short, this is called universalism. As a side note, she did mention emergent leader Rob Bell's book, Love Wins. Another who more or less teaches the Bible is not relevant for today's society and also redefines salvation in hell. Now, you can click reading more about that. There's a link here, but I, for time purposes, I'm going to go I got this a long time ago, this picture, and it, it says, Dear Brethren and Friends, this is a picture of an actual rainbow welcome flag that had been placed above the door of a Southern Baptist church door in California. <laughs> Southern Baptist, again, they got a rainbow gay flag. All are welcome. It's a picture. Uh, the pastor, Daniel Cortez, has said he has changed his position on the gay issue. Since his Supreme Court decision on the same-sex marriage, many other pastors... And churches are changing their position on the sodomite issue. Can you imagine the Supreme Court, a bunch of devils, most of them, probably every single one of them, a bunch of devils rule that, you know, you, you on, on all of these gay issues. And a church, as opposed to going by what the Bible says, going by what Roman 1 clearly states about them being turned over to a reprobate mind, looking at all the verses in the Old Testament about back then, you, you, you caught a sodomite, you killed him or her, okay, it was it was right on part bestiality, I mean, sex with animals, um, that was a death sentence, okay, now I'm not saying we do that now, I'm not saying we're going to kill gay people, but I'm saying back then it was, Romans 1 condemns, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of, of verses, both Old and New Testament, and yet a Supreme Court ruling of these corrupt, wicked devils, and the church changes its policy, based on that, and not on the word of God. What a bunch of stinking, back-boneless cowards in, in, the, in the pulpit. Yeah, I, I guarantee you they will beg for the mark of the beast. They'll beg for it. They'll beg their daddy Satan for it. Unbelievable. And here, this is a picture you might want to look at for the PDF here. It'll be on page, probably about page 17. And I saw this, and I'm like, oh my word, this is unbelievable. And it, you know how you, you go on all these stinking websites, and they got all these ads, 
And a lot of them are by, almost like pornographic. I try to put out links to websites that don't have all the pornographic images. Okay, I try to do my best. Sometimes I may mess up. And I don't mean overtly like taking the porn sites. I mean just stuff like, you know, just stuff that's inappropriate images. Okay. This is one of those ads. And it's not inappropriate at all. But it, it was one of the ads and it says, New rule has drivers furious. U.S. drivers who drive less than 50 miles per day are in for a big surprise. Easy auto quotes. Okay. Now, what is the picture? The picture is a girl who is getting handcuffed by, it looks like a state trooper with another state trooper behind him. She's a, she's a little girl. She probably weighs about 110 pounds soaking wet. And she's there and she's got this like this look on her face like I cannot believe this is happening to me. And she has a blue, and it says pro-life, on her shirt. What on God's green earth does this new rule that has drivers furious, drivers who drive less than 50 miles a day are in for a big surprise? I tell you what, I want to do one bit of business with this easy auto quotes, whatever. When they, when they show a totally innocent girl, probably at some kind of pro-life rally, getting arrested for, for, I'm sure, no good reason whatsoever by this state trooper that's three times her size and another guy behind her. Unbelievable. Oh, here's another thing I should probably mention. On that end, and honestly, I can't even imagine my life on the internet without this. Go up and download a program called Ghostery. G-H-O-S-T-E-R-Y. It's free. It's free. What it does is it blocks a ton of these trackers you can block them all some websites though like if you go on the weather channel and you want to watch a video there's certain things you have to have enabled in order to watch one of their videos and you know i like to go up there and, like watch okay what's the national forecast stuff like that some of those you have to kind of disable in order to watch videos but most of the time you can go in there and disable just a slew of stuff there are so many horror sites on the internet that are trying to get all this information from you. You go on these sites, they're getting, getting, uh, putting trackers, cookies, gathering all these analytics on you, tracking everything you're doing. This thing blocks it all, and it's free. And you could turn it on and off as need be. Okay? Um, and if you if you do it, your, your pages will load a lot quicker. You'll generally have a lot less problems, other than if there's like a video on there that you need to watch. And it, and it won't, and there's a, maybe a video, video thing that it's disabling. You, you, can, you can either pause it, turn it off totally, or go in there and find the one that's doing it and disable it for that site. Okay, so Ghostery. I would highly recommend you get it. It's made my life a lot easier on the internet. And not only that, you don't have to, so much of the time, those bad ads won't even show up if you have this. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they still will. What I'll do is, if I'm unsure, I'll turn it off, let the page load. That way I know of whether I should load, whether I should forward the link or not forward the link. Because I might not be seeing it, but if, pay, if one of my listeners clicks on a link I send out, they may be seeing bad stuff. And I'm not even aware of it because I got ghostery running. So anyway, that's, I think that's something that's noteworthy. Okay, let's go further here. Okay, next report. 100,000 member satanic temple opening chapters all across America to battle Christianity. Every single thing I've talked about today is an absolute is 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 the absolute satanic assault from Hillsong to the Pope to um, all of these other 
topics I've been talking about, Parliament of World Religions, all of this stuff is focused in on destroying any vestiges of true Bible-believing Christianity that exist. Okay, that's what this is all about, because we're the only true enemies that Satan has to worry about on this planet, as far as in human form. And I mean, there's not good angels or Jesus Christ or the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about in human form. We are really the only, we're the, really the only ones left to wage battle in this spiritual war that we're in with Satan, as far as humanity goes, okay? Because obviously none of the cults are going to be doing it. They're going to be going along with the program. Since its founding, the Satanic Temple has waged a highly active campaign to demand greater separation between church and state and to challenge the privileged relationship Christianity has with the government. Now, I don't know what they're getting with this. I guess they're seeing, they're thinking with how Christianity's yoked up with 501c3. I don't agree with that whatsoever. And I don't, I don't view that as a privilege. I view that as a total bondage. So I think they're coming at this from a different whatever uh, that I totally disagree with, but that's their take on it. Anyway... Ephesians 6, 12, 13, and 16. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand in the evil day, and having all done and having done all to stand. Above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you, you shall be able to quench all the fire darts of the wicked. They skip over the other things, but anyway, that should be something we're doing every day, putting on the full armor of God. And then the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 3, Let no man deceive you for any means. That day shall not come when Jesus comes back, except there come a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, pre-rab, whatever, that day is not going to come, except there come a falling away of the church, the apostasy, which is where the words derive from, the apostasy of the church, which is basically all that we've talked about today evidence of that and i didn't even bring up this verse i really should have but now we are falling away first just one more bible verse that confirms that this is the way it was going to be that it was going to happen this is one of the most powerful and that man of sin be revealed so the falling away happens first it says first and the man of sin be revealed so what are we ex what are we really expecting to see next on the prophetic calendar the man of sin the bible refers to him as that wicked one capital w here in this chapter i've already quoted this chapter many times because it's the one where for this cause god shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that one this is where that verse is and the man of sin be revealed the antichrist the son of perdition editor's note it says as the laodicean christian church continues on its self-defeating path of preaching the powerless love gospel and looking for their blessing promised them by charlatans like joel osteen lou engel rick warren and kenneth copeland the satanic temple is on the rise the prophesied darkness is coming as the church of jesus christ continues its falling away into apostasy the war is real the battle is hot and the time is short to fight to fight on christian um this is it says robert edgar's period horror film the the witch has been one of the of the surprise hits of 2016 it's even gained a second win since february 23rd release the first weekend of april it played on 666 screens around the country and that was all by design in their in honor of their master satan that seriously 666 
movie theaters it played in ranking raking in an additional 465 i don't know if it's if that's thousand dollars or i don't know anyway the tale of the puritan family turning on each other as they attempt to root out and again a puritan christian family and this is them turning on so what they're trying to show anybody that would have been let's say back in that day a fundamental christian family that shows them turning on each other as they attempt to root out the supernatural evil plague in their farm the film won eggers the the eggers won eggers the award for best director at sundance and even frightened horror master Stephen King. Wow. That takes some doing. Uh, and then we have the Satanic Temple of Detroit unveiling their Baphomet statue. Goat of Mendez. Warning, this is graphic. This is a hardcore devil worship. It took place in Detroit on July 25th, 2015 at the unveiling of the Baphomet monument. I watched, I don't know, 30 seconds of it. It's, it shows up like hard rock death metal them playing i don't know I, I wouldn't advise you to even watch it it's 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 almost irrelevant i think um this is the spirit that is now rising in america's the layers laodicean christianity is powerless to stop it please be prayed up before viewing this if you choose to do so i don't even give you the link you'll have to click on the article to do it but neither of these accolades has generated as much buzz as an endorsement from the satanic temple otherwise known as the tst a satanic political movement that first appeared in 2013. In December, the TST and A24 Studios began collaborating on a four-city tour called the Sabbat Cycle, which consisted of screenings of the film followed by politically driven satanic rituals. <laughs> Unbelievable. The stated goal of the Sabbat Cycle was to inspire inspire a satanic revolution. The Sabbat Cycle was an attempt to raise political awareness by piggybacking on the movie The Witch and its appeal this is part of a law i mean you go to watch these movies expect to come out demon infested a lot of people it is a proven fact i used to go back back in the day i would go into satanic chat rooms just to see what they were talking about and i remember i've been in there on more than one occasion and saw that they were saying yeah when did you get they would they would question each other and they would say when did you get involved in the occult oh i got involved in the cult when i saw this horror movie and I got, whoa, that's funny, I got, I got involved in the occult when I watched this horror movie. Some, something came into me in that horror movie, and I never was able, and that was when I got all of this interest in the occult. So let me tell you something. These movies are a gigantic vehicle for Satan to demon infest people. And I really believe it's more, it's, it's more than extra special true when you go there and you're, it's in this big screen and you're watching the original movie and you're paying to be in there. I just think it's a whole different dynamic when you do that, when you make that extra. I haven't been to a movie in, I, 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 I don't even know. De I, don't, I don't know if I could say decades, but a long time. Like, I don't even know gotta be getting close to 20 years now i'm not saying that because i think i'm perfect okay i just kind of and i'm not saying every single movie would would ultimately be evil and wicked and and you know what i mean there could be exceptions to that i just say i just haven't made it a i haven't done that uh because i i kind of got a hold of that concept a long time ago i, I knew i was aware of this that you got to be really careful about this um the sabbat cycle was an attempt to raise political awareness by piggybacking on the movie the witch 
Um, as part of a larger PR model, the group has used since its inception in which the shocking and frightening are used to lure media attention to their cause. Then the next one, Black Mass planned for August in Oklahoma. Satanic group is set is set to verse, verse, I don't know, anyway, verse a Black Mass at Oklahoma City, City Civic Center Music Hall this August. But 100,000 100, people have signed a petition to have the gathering canceled. There's, I even give you a petition there. You can sign. But here's the problem. Conservative Roman Catholic organization, tradition, family and prosperity, have forwarded the said petition in hopes that the satanic black mass could be stopped just as Catholic protests have prevented a similar ritual from being carried out at Harvard before. See, this is the problem, is, is you'll go to these things well-meaning and you end up yoking up with Catholics, just like all the Catholics at abortion clinics. you got to be really careful there, okay? Because I don't want to be yoked up with Catholics. I don't care if I'm going there. I, I want to be really kind of separate from them and I don't want to be getting praying with them and stuff like that. I don't want to do it, you know, because of all the things I just cited and talked about. The petition calls for the cancellation of August 15th event, which is deemed as offensive to Catholics all over the world. But you can sign this petition. Next one. Christianity is now demonized as a global menace. The 17th annual White Privilege Conference was held in Philadelphia. (laughs) White Privilege Conference. Check your white privilege. Um, Was held in Philadelphia. This is what all the social justice warriors are saying. From April 15th to 17th, Blake Neff of the Daily Caller attended the conference and reported that the activist and author Paul Kievel actually claimed that almost every dysfunction in society from racism, sexism, and global warming to a weak economy is united by the, I- by the ideology of Christian hegemony, blames white Christian men as the source of all evil on the planet, essentially. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just, instead of going to a part four, I'm going to go ahead and just fit this in at the end. And this is, we're totally switching gears here, but it does kind of relate to what we're talking about today here. And it's entitled, Tom Cruise's new $50 million Scientology CNN TV and Hollywood movie studio that rivals Paramount Pictures promises to reach every person on Earth with the coming alien savior gospel. Hollywood may never be the same again now that the Church of Scientology has opened its new movie studios, which they claim has bigger and better facilities than Paramount. Leader David Miscavige announced to the world that this will be an uncorrupted communication line to the billions. As Scientology promises to reach virtually every person on the planet, the colossal studio complex on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles was finally unveiled after five years of renovations at the cost of at least 50 million this was done on may 28th the new studio will also be used to make polished propaganda movies to recruit more followers while its most famous recruit tom cruise is set to film his hollywood blockbuster the glittering base this is a picture of this david miscavige i am telling you dude this looks like something you would see on like like the v for visitors or show like some kind of mini series where it shows like some buddy coming out announcing like the coming you know alien savior it looks so weird it looks so creepy it shows this guy and he's got a pyramid symbol on the right and then some kind of other double pyramid which almost looks like it has a snake in it on on his left side 
and Scientology Media Productions, and he looks so fake and phony. I guess this is this David miscatch. I almost thought when I saw these pictures, I'm like, oh, these are just these pictures aren't real. They're they're like some kind of cheesy thing they're doing to imitate what actually happened. No, these are actually pictures from the grand opening. You, you got to see it. it it's, it's almost like no, no. There's no way. They, they really. This guy really looks this way. Welcome to the Scientology Media Productions, which will be producing films, documentaries, TV shows, and ads about the church. This is the grand opening on May 28th that was hosted by David Miscavige. Um, <clears throat> the Church of Scientology said that a crowd of 10,000 people attended the grand opening, though eyewitnesses said the number was less. Yeah, it doesn't look like 10 grand, 10,000 from what I could see. But anyway, the broadcasting building will house equipment and space for radio, cable, and satellite television, including four mixing rooms, seven video editing bays, and miles of fiber optic cables. And remember, all of this stuff is, is ultimately, all of their efforts are ultimately not only to pilfer their population, not only to control them, not only to mind control them and to brainwash them, but ultimately it is to get them into hell. That's what Scientology is all ultimately about. million years from now, the people that were in the, 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 the Church of Scientology, are, that, that's all that's going to matter. It's not going to matter that they, that they were taken to the cleaners by this group when they, were, when they were living or that they gave all their money. In hell, it won't matter. So I'm talking about the ultimate agenda here. So when I see this, it's such, a, it's such an abomination. I mean, this is so unbelievable. It, it looks so cult-like and so almost like beyond like cheesy cult-like weird oh my word you gotta see these pictures anyway i've done teachings on this and i'm just gonna give you the title and the in the little bit of the table of contents uh, see my teachings and I, I i post them here scientology alistair crowley l ron hubbard and black magic this was from an oldie but a goodie uh 72907 in this teaching, we will be looking at, and I'm sorry, I, re, I kind of apologize, I know, I, I apologize for the audio quality back then. It wasn't what it is now. I hadn't figured out all the audio stuff, and it's kind of a progression of things for me. But you can still hear it. I mean, it's not like you're, they're inaudible. In this teaching, you'll be looking, we'll be looking at the roots of Scientology and its founder, L. Ron Hubbard. An examination of L. Ron Hubbard's life reveals he was significantly influenced and was a practitioner of the black arts, the occult. Hubbard was clearly involved in the occult. And in 1945, L. Ron Hubbard met Jack Parsons, who was a renowned rocket scientist and protege of Aleister Crowley, occultist Aleister Crowley, who was the who was the famous self-styled 666, a.k.a. the Great Beast, who bragged about sodomizing little boys in order to gain power and then killing them. He did. He did. He bragged about that. He was also a member of the notorious Ordo Templar Orientis, or the OTO, and the member of the Order of the Golden Dawn before that, an international organization founded by Crowley to practice sexual black magic. According to L. Ron Hubbard, his father considered himself to be one. Uh, according to L. Ron Hubbard, his father considered himself to be the one who came after. Whatever that means, that he was Crowley. Oh, in other words, that he was actually Crowley's successor. This is the guy that started Scientology. He was considered to be Aleister Crowley's successor by his own dad. That he was Crowley and, and that he had taken on the mantle of the great beast. This is the roots of Scientology. See, that's why whenever I look at 
like somebody else send me a video. What do you think about this guy or, or this lady or this movement, this religion? What a lot of times I'll do is I will not even look at whatever they're spewing or whatever they're putting forth. I will look at who is this person, who is this religion, and what is the foundation. Because if, if I can find out very quickly by an internet search that this is a cult or that they are an apostasy or that they are unbiblical, I'm not going to look at the other stuff. I have no interest in wasting tons of time trying to figure out if their doctrine is true when it's easily verifiable that they are rank heretics that are just trying to get people into hell. That's what I would advise you do too because it'll never end if you try to debate everybody. It, it, it will never end. And so much of the time it's just like, oh, okay, well, they believe this, they believe this, they believe this. I mean, they're, they're rank heretics, they're evil, they're in a, they're literally have their own little cult and I could care less what they're saying. Even if, you know, 80% of it sounds biblical, I'm not going to, a little leaven, which is bad doctrine, really, it, it's, 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 Jesus Christ said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is their doctrine. The Pharisees and Sadducees had taken uh, the, things of the, the, the things of the Old Testament and commingled them with a lot of their own man-centered teaching, so a lot of it might sound biblical, what they would say, but then it was the other stuff that they had added in. It was that leaven. It was a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. A little little um, leaven is enough to make the whole dough ball of, of dough rise and to permeate through it. And in this case, meaning it corrupts it. So, anyway, um, let's go further here. He had taken on the mantle of the great beast. He told him that Scientology actually began... On December 1st, 1947, that was the day Aleister Crowley died. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I forgot this. <laughs> wow, what an auspicious date. Well, hey, now I don't know, I haven't said this probably enough, but it is well known in the occult. Pay attention to this because this is really important. It is well known in the occult that when a person in the occult dies well what happens to all the devils and demons that were indwelling that person do they just go off to hell no what does the bible say it says when these spirits leave a body and the, the, jesus even talked about this where if spirits were cast out and they seek they go through the dry places and seek of the body to inhabit essentially and when they come back if that person, you know, basically if the person has not gotten saved, okay, they're open for reinfestation and they find seven more spirits even more wicked than themselves and they come back and dwell within the person. I'm paraphrasing there, okay? I'm paraphrasing. It's not an exact quote from the Bible, obviously. Um, it is well known in the occult, I have read this in numerous places, that when a person dies, especially, and this would apply to, just, I mean, and I'm not, I'm sorry, but this would apply to just your unsaved relatives as well. Particularly if you had a dad or a mom pass away. Hey, listen, if they're unsaved, they got devils they're dealing with, okay? Those spirits are going to typically try to go to the firstborn or to the person in that lineage, in their children, if they have children, that were um maybe let's say the firstborn saved or let's say the firstborn is you know whatever 
and then the second born is really into the occult. They're going to typically try to go into whatever sibling, whatever, not sibling, but whatever child they had that is the most open to this infestation. Demons and devils seek to inhabit a body. Okay? That's what they do. I went into the reasons for that before. But they see, and the Bible's very clear, they seek to inhabit a body. Okay? So, if your mom or your dad pass away, and you've done, and I'm not saying this would necessarily apply so much to a born-again Christian. I'm saying that, 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 but somebody that, let's say, you weren't a Christian, and they died, and all of a sudden, you're not quite the same person anymore. You're having feelings maybe you didn't have before, and they're negative. It may very well be because when they died, those demons went into you. So this is something to very much think about when, when um, you know, for you to just have in your quiver of knowledge about things, about praying against that type of stuff and about binding those devils and demons up, casting them into the abyss in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, commanding them not to go into another body, okay? We, we have that type of power through the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just telling you, that may be the very reason that this guy says that the day Aleister Crowley died, that was the day Scientology started, which was December 1st, 1947. And who knows, maybe Aleister Crowley's devils did go into L. Ron Hubbard. Look at the fruit that he's produced. Wouldn't it surprise me one bit. Or, let's say, like in this case, it was, it was one of Aleister Crowley's main students. And Aleister, a lot of people say Barbara Bush was, was one of... Uh, was Aleister Crowley's daughter. That wouldn't surprise me a bit either. Barbara Bush, the George Sr.'s wife. Anyway, um, it's all Illuminati bloodline Luciferians anyway. Now, again, I can't be dogmatic about where devil's going to try to go. I'm just kind of giving you this as a, as a little thing for your... I don't know if I've ever said this before on air, but I've read enough about it, I've read enough occult accounts to know that 100% for sure this is what devils try to do and occultists believe this and they don't they don't even believe it like they're kind of unsure about it they just know it to be a fact okay so um going further this was the day alistair crowley died crowley described jesus as concocted which is similar to hubbard's claim that jesus was an implant a false concept meant to suppress man from advancing well, of course you'd have to go after jesus christ that's his main enemy. There, these are just a few examples of Scientology's parallels from the occult. For a Christian, this makes it more understandable how Scientology is so evil and how it has so much power over people's lives. Okay. Then the next one, I, I did a study. I don't want to skip the first part, but it says we will also... I mean, I back then, I was kind of not as, I don't know, maybe adept as I might be now. I entitled the Lord of New Age and Scientology, but what I would do back then is I would talk about a subject, but a lot of like the first part would be something totally unrelated and then I would get into that later. Now I just label them current event studies because then I can just cover a whole huge genre of different things we're talking about. Anyway, at the end of the study, I said we would be looking at the monetary and spiritual seduction of the new age in Scientology that is permeating the natural healthcare field while the medical field uses pharmaceuticals in a vain attempt to drug our bodies into good health. Now here we have, going back to the main story, we have this... Um, David Miscavige and Tom Cruise hugging over this opening celebration. There's confetti falling. And 
they got their own little cult thing here we have inside their studio the church has promised a rolling 24 7 scientology cnn news <laughs> for its followers and the art in the state of art studios it gives a picture now if you click on the link to this report which i give you there's more pictures than you could shake a stick at as my grandma used to say i mean it's just one unbelievable picture after another i mean this place is just state of the art you know tom cruise kelly Preston, John Travolta, and Kirstie Allen were present at an earlier Scientology event, evidently that day. All four celebrities are influential members of the church, but especially Cruz. Scientology has a hand in a number of Cruz's films in the past, and the scenes from the Days of Thunder and Far, Far and Away were all filmed at their main HQ gold base in Hemet. I was in Hemet when I went to California a couple years ago with Taylor. Huh. Yeah, okay, I remember that place. 60 miles outside of Los Angeles in the desert. Um, it gives Cruz, who is worth $450 million in Scientology, which is $8 billion in reserves, the opportunity to heavily influence the movie world again. Oh, boy. Which, which they were doing back in the day when they influenced around top hollywood executives to get what they wanted on films such as war of the worlds days of thunders and battlefield earth i didn't really realize that they had they still didn't have that influence scientology celebrities including nancy cartwright the voice of bart simpson and billionaire bob duggan heard miss cabbage tell the crowd that religion was going to re that though though religion scientology was going to rewrite history oh you'd have to rewrite it if you were scientology because you're a lie so you would have to make history into a lie in order to justify your false religion. That's why he said that. He said our uncorrupted communication line to billion to the billions, because as the saying goes, if you write your own story, if you don't write your own story, someone else will. will. Oh, so you're going to write your own story like you're just going to fill in the blanks and tell whatever flowery version. Why don't you tell the version that we just told, that Scientology started on the day Aleister Crowley died, and that L. Ron Hubbard took the mantle of the great beast, the 666, Aleister Crowley, because he got all his devils and demons that went into him that day and gave him the inspiration to start your devil death cult. Well, why don't we talk about that history? Oh, kind of got a feeling they probably won't mention that. I mean, call me crazy, but, you know. Um, so then he goes on to say, so yes, we're going to be writing our story like no other religion in history. Well, I, I personally know I'm waiting with bated breath for that. I mean, come on. And it's all going to happen right here from Scientology Media Productions. Well, may God throw the most gigantic monkey wrench into all your wicked, evil, satanic efforts, Miss Cabbage, you, Tom Cruise, and all your devils with you. May he strip you of all your devil occult powers to deceive in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, his angelic host, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. May you not prosper in wickedness. That's what That would be my prayer. Here's an overhead view of this ceremony. And yeah, I mean, it's packed out. It doesn't look like there's 10,000 people. But I'd definitely say there's over 1,000. Um, there's only so many people you could fit in this area, though, too. I mean, it's, it's not the hugest area. Anyway, um, 
It's the most modern, sophisticated digital media facility of its kind on the planet. All of that is linked at its core by 27 miles of fiber optic cable connecting a cluster of supercomputers with a combined capacity of 3.2 million gigabytes of information and media platforms distributed to proprietary databases for instant translation, Ms. Cavage said. Here's, an, here's a view of, I guess these people are taking a tour Oh, it's so weird because it's also creepy. It's got the Scientology cult garbage everywhere. Um, I remember I took a job interview a long time ago um, in St. Petersburg. Or no, Clearwater, which was literally a huge Scientology base. And I had no idea. And I went into this thing and... I took this interview and these people were, I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting a little punchy now. It's 4.05 a.m. in the morning. Um, but these 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 people, was a couple, and I went in there and they took me into this room. It was one of their treatment rooms. And I looked over and there's all these tapes of science. Now this is, I was still kind of a baby Christian back then, but I knew that this was bad. I knew that this was, I had a really bad feeling. I was picking a bad spiritual stuff. I had this really bad feeling that, that if I took this job, they were going to try to convert me. They were going to try to use me. They were, I was going to, it was going to be extremely bad. And all these Scientology tapes on, on the, um, there's even a part of chiropractic called Singer that uses Scientology to, as part of their program, as, as part of their main program to, uh, it's their, it's like their chiropractic portion of Scientology. It's their own little cult amalgamated into it. And I, I'll never forget that. Man, I had a bad feeling about that place. And I mean, again, I wasn't Mr. Discernment. And I was pretty much a baby Christian, but I knew, I knew, this is creepy, this is bad, I don't want anything to do with it. And I look at these pictures and I kind of get that similar feeling like, ugh, I can remember that, you know, it's like, man, not good times, not good times. <laughs> so anyway, it says the average... Young adult spends 10 hours every day on the internet and someone searches for the meaning of life every five seconds while someone else searches for answers about spirituality six times per second. See, that's why they're there. They're there to get you to hell. And this is what they're openly saying. Okay? But this is all the more reason that we should work for this very exact reason of what he just said. They're working for Satan. We need to be about our father's business. And, and everybody's different. Everybody's called to a different thing. About different ways to reach out to people. But that's pretty profound what he just said. And then he goes on to say this Scientology Center will harness the power of every social media outlet imaginable to provide those answers. Yeah, right. All you're going to provide is death and hell. So for the 95% of the world's population that listens to the radio every week... And the average viewer who spends 40 hours glued to the TV every week, the obvious answer is, answer was our own radio station, our own TV channel, and our own broadcasting facilities. Other guests at the gala included Leon Gubler, what a name, president of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and Kevin James, director of Los Angeles City of Film and TV and Office. Here's a billboard behind the studio's main gate, which features several portraits of different people. And the phrase, welcome to the age of answers, which is Scientology. 
So they've got all the answers. They'll they'll tell you how to follow Aleister Crowley and get into all that real. I mean, at, I guarantee you, at the top, they're doing all that stuff, all that stuff. It's just that's for their that's for their probably their real privileged elite that that have all the money to pay to get all. I mean, you, they'll, they'll 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 suck you dry. Scientology. <laughs> they are they are a very extremely controlling death cult. I mean, they're, 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 I wouldn't consider them garden variety at all. They're, they're, a, they're a cut above as far as satanic control. Uh, protesters were also present at the event. One couple were in headlines last month. And, and again, if you want to know more about this, click on my teachings I did on this because I'm sure I get a lot more into a lot of these aspects that I don't even remember because it's so long ago. But um, one couple were in the headlines last month, the protesters, when they put up a huge billboard saying, to my loved one in Scientology, call me. And this was put on Sunset Boulevard, where this center is located. Uh, not after being able to see their, they, they did this, put this billboard up not, after not being able to see their children, Michael and Emily, for the last few years, due to Scientology's, quote, disconnection policy. See, they want to isolate you. Just like a, a spouse or somebody that wants control over you will try to disconnect you from your family if you if you have a strong family union. They will always try to separate you. This is what Satan does. He tries to separate you from people that are good influences in your life or people that love you. They want to separate you. That way they can brainwash you and control you and infest you with the demons they're trying to infest you with because a lot of it's totally demonic. That's why people will change so much if they're in bad relationships. So much of it's demonic and you can't see it. You know? I know, been there, done that. Um, So then it says, they said security at media productions facility was extreme to say the least. All the sidewalks were closed off. There were at least 15 to 20 heavily armed off-duty police all around the outside of the property. There were also at least 10 to 20 armed private security people guarding the outside of the complex this does not include the many scientology uniformed and non-uniformed security personnel which were had to be at least 20 or more okay so continuing above us on a rooftop a scientology camera kept tabs with an enormous camera with a long zoom lens i'm sure probably facial recognition putting you through databases all kind of stuff i mean this is so big brother this how this cult operates it's just so beyond controlling and big brother george orwellian uh i guess that's why it's so compatible with the new world order uh at each compass point was a camera pointing directly at us at all times i guess these were the protesters they're in reference to and what was all this security for well the only activity showing any negative response to scientology was a small group of perhaps six or seven peaceful protesters holding signs that simply said to my loved one in scientology call me how pitiful how pitiful poor things these were parents who had lost loved ones family members children or parents to scientology's toxic disconnection policy which forces anyone inside the cult to disconnect to those who have left oh that's horrible we were just a small group of protesters, and I hesitate to call ourselves protesters, as we were just parents wanting to see our kids who had been forced into this disconnection by Scientology. We, have, we haven't seen or heard from them in a few years now. If they would just call, oh, my word, that's so pitiful. And this is why they had all the security. 
This is how evil this devil death cult is. Former Scientology spokesman in church number three, I guess he was number three in their hierarchy at one time, Mike Rinder, says that the studios will be bigger than Paramount, but completely wasted on the church. Now, he's former. He came out of it. Uh, They will be, in other words, the studios will be completely wasted on the church, meaning they'll be wasted on promoting the church itself. He claims it's all just a fundraising ploy to make money. This Scientology version is a cross between Paramount and Disneyland, and again, really check these pictures out if you can. They're really creepy. It's really weird, creepy, almost like, no, this is like photoshopped. I don't believe it really, like this guy looks this way and all of their symbology. And it just reminds me of like really weird, like that V for visitors show when the, when the aliens land and how they present themselves. It reminds me of that. It's just creepy stuff. Um, the idea of this thing is not just feature movies, but TV ads, informational videos, TV programs. This is their platform to make their break in Hollywood, Reinder said. They don't need this new base, so why? So the question becomes why? Um, he says it's just a fundraising ploy to buy real estate to persuade people to give them money, and if they can come up with the concoction that this is the next great thing to tell the world about Scientology, then all the better. Then there's tens of millions now being spent but it will look like but it will just be another empty building it doesn't matter what goes on there it it makes it look like they're expanding so their followers will think they must be doing well well he has a very unique perspective so i'm no one to question him on that you know um because it's not like they've got millions and millions of followers worldwide i don't i don't believe they have those kind of numbers the exclusivity alone would make that tough to happen and the whole brainwashing George Orwellian Big Brother thing, I think a lot of people, creeps a lot of people out, you know. And so they've brought these Hollywood stars in and I, I mean, I've even heard that like Tom Cruise, the reason that Nicole Kidman and him divorced was she was literally like taken away from him because he wasn't towing the line within Scientology, so this was a punishment. Now, I don't know if that's true. Maybe just Hollywood... Well, that wasn't really Hollywood gossip, but I, I heard that through alternative um, Christian things about Scientology, and you know, they're they're very 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 controlling, and particularly with their with their Hollywood people. The reason they get their roles, the reason that they get these movies, the reason that they maintain their star power and their status is because they're towing the line with Scientology, which has all kind of connections within Hollywood. So it kind of would make sense, you know. Um, so. That's all I have for today. Uh, that's going to be about 22 pages of PDFs there. And uh, this last part will be about an hour and a half. And uh, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day. We thank you for all you've given us, Lord. I would just bring up the issues, Lord, that we have covered today. All of this apostasy, Lord. All of this uh, satanic behavior, Lord. Taking us into the one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet. I just pray to God that the, for the people in these movements that you give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, that the fear of God be upon them, Lord, that you dispatch angels to these satanic events, that you would just not let these wicked, evil devils prosper in their wickedness, 
the, the ones putting these things on the speakers and, uh, and, and the ones that are coordinating all these events like this together, 2016 and the gathering and the Scientology thing we talked about today and Hillsong. I just pray to God these organizations are not able to prosper in wickedness, Lord God, that you strip them of all their evil satanic witchcraft power um, in order uh, regarding their, their ability to deceive people that they would not be able to continue to deceive people according to your will, Lord God, and that <clears throat> you would intervene in all of these situations, Lord. The fear of God would be upon these, especially this 2016 Together, Lord, thing coming up and the gathering. And I, I just pray to God that your, your righteous judgment would fall upon these the people putting on these events, the organizers, Lord, and the events themselves, Lord, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider if you're doing and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust you and you all the upright in heart would glory. And I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, that you use us mightily for your glory, and that you would use the body of Christ mightily um, to lead many people to the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.